Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest today has been involved in the emissions regulations space since 2006. He has been heavily involved in the development of emissions regulations in China, Singapore, Indonesia, and other Asia-Pacific regions as they look to reduce emissions regulations from mobile sources. Please welcome Ray Agama, Emissions Regulatory Affairs Manager at Caterpillar. Ray, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peggy. Good to be here. So, Ray, you know what? It's so interesting right now when you talk about what's happening with a lot of things in the construction space. And I'm really kind of interested in hearing your kind of view on what is happening in the EU and Stage B, because I know it's important right now to this audience, and I know that we've been kind of talking with you a little bit about all of these things. And we always talk about what happens overseas a little bit, really kind of changes and kind of drives some of those regulations here and kind of sets the stage, maybe not right away, but it certainly sets the stage and changes our lives here. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, I'd be happy to. So it, stage five is, is just a continuation. You know, EPA, the U.S., and, and uh, EU have been pretty much in alignment on our emissions regulations all the way back to Tier 1. Um, you know, it was Tier 1, and EU calls it Stage 1. Then we went to Tier 2 in the U.S., and they call it Stage 2, uh, and so on, all the way through Tier 4 final here in the U.S., and that's what uh, EU called it a Stage 4. So the next phase for them is Stage 5. And, and uh, you know, you, I, I listened to the first part of your show, and you talked about the changes. There are changes, but there's also some of the things that are the same. So for construction equipment, for example, if you think about the uh, less than 560 kilowatt power category, um, the emissions limits for uh, nitric oxides, for carbon monoxide, for uh, hydrocarbons, they stay the same. The only change, the only meaningful change that EU Stage 5 brings is the addition of what is called particle number standards. Um, up until now, both the U.S. and EU regulate particle matter, you know, what most people consider soot coming out of your engine. And Stage 5 goes a step beyond that. So instead of just regulating particle mass in, in, in mass quantities, they have a standard on particle number. So what that means to the end user or to the engine manufacturer is we're not only worried about the mass of particles and mass of soot that's coming out, but also the count. And what that means is that for the most part, now what you have to do in order to meet this standard is you have to use what's called DPFs or diesel particulate filters. Now, that is not really new to all of industry. Um, EPA, I, I've heard numbers where they, they talk about half of uh, equipment in the U.S. use diesel particulate filters to meet uh, the current Tier 4 final PM uh, standards, and the other half use uh, SCR alone or you know, no DPFs, no diesel particulate filters. 
So you could say that about half of the equipment, half of the engines, uh, are currently already have have the technology to meet stage five. Um, so technology has been developed, has been used with tier four. It's just that going forward in Europe in stage five, all engines for non-road equipment less than 560 kW and all the way down to 19 uh, kilowatts will more than likely require DPFs. So, so that's the big distinction. It's not like they are bringing down new standards on nitric oxide, which has been typically what we've struggled with the most. It's, it's basically an indirect way of saying all your engines will now require diesel particulate filters. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, because that's interesting, because when we talk about this, the, the diesel particulate filters, it's really going to save significant dollars. And we talked about how much it's going to save and when we're looking at stage five, because it's interesting, because I think when I, I looked at this originally, I was really a little bit confused. And honestly, this is all kind of new to me, because, you know, when we talk about construction, we've never really delved, I personally have never delved into this, and I had to go back and do some research, and it was still, for me, kind of new to understand this. And so when you're talking about this, EPA's Tier 4 that you looked at were final standards. Were, there was a big difference between Tier 4, what you were doing, and Stage 5s, right? There's, there's some changes there in, in, in understanding that, right? Yes and no. So, for example, uh, we let's talk about Caterpillar, where I work for. We have some engines, non-road uh, engines, that have DPFs. We also have some engines that don't have DPFs. So the engines that already have DPFs, meaning Tier 4 final, they are basically not going to require any change. Those same engines that meet Tier 4 final today uh, will be able to meet Stage 5. Why? Because they already have DPFs. Now... We have, as I said, we also have some engines that do not have DPFs. So those engines will not be able to go into stage five as they are. They are going to have to, uh, the recipe uh, to meet emissions will have to be a little bit different. We'll have to include a DPF as well. And a DPF, if a DPF is just imagine a filter where you have exhaust coming in with soot and the DPF basically filters that soot so at the other end of that filter, you have exhaust with where most of the soot has been trapped by this device, which is the DPF. So are we talking about now a big transition, a short transitional period for all of this? Cause, or, or are you saying that it's, it's a pretty easy transition to make for, you? let's say, like you guys at Caterpillar or some of your competitors, which I won't mention, but... You know, or is it kind of something that you guys say, look, we can do this for our engines and our machines that already are there, you know, to make that stage five as, as you're implementing all of these? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So, so the EU regulation will have uh, what you can consider a between a 18-month to 24-month transition period. Um, the, without going into all the details, the first transition period, the 18-month period, is for uh, engines going into machines. So starting in, in 2019, January of 2019, for engines above 130 kW, they have to be stage 5. 
but you can still use stage four engines into machines for an additional 18 months. So you have that 18 months where engines can go into those machines um, with stage four. Now, at that point, you can no longer be, build machines with stage four engines after those 18 months. And you get an additional six months to place the machines in the market with those, uh, with those uh, older engines. After that, really the transition period ends. So two years later, 2021, uh, you're in full implementation. So does this apply to non-road kind of mobile engines as well? How does that all work then? I mean, you know, is that a different category for all of those as well? Yeah, I think. So, so EU regulation goes beyond non-road mobile. So what we use in most mobile construction equipment is considered non-road mobile engines. EU Stage 5 goes beyond that. They also will regulate uh, inland waterway engines, so engines that go into vessels that go in inland waters. Uh, rail will also be uh, regulated. Constant engines, um, which is a, a category that in the past was only regulated up to Stage 3 uh, in Europe. Now it goes all the way to Stage 5. So in some in many ways, what EU is doing with Stage 5 is it's bringing the EU regulation on par with the EPA regulation. Because in the past, EPA did have regulations, for example, for uh, constant speed engines. They treated them just as variable speed engines. Uh, rock crushers, for example, compressors, things like that that run on constant speed were regulated. In the EU, they, the, the regulations were a lot less stringent for constant speed engines. With stage five, now they're gonna be on par with EPA. So at a high level, a way of thinking about this is stage five is, is requiring DPFs on engines less than 560 kW. And as far as other issues, they are bringing the regulations on par with EPA, which was a little bit ahead on some other categories such as constant speed engines, for example. Now, my my understanding, though, is we're talking about road savings, not in the billions, but ultimately in the trillions of gas savings and miles per gallon. Is that ultimately what's going to happen for fleets, is what we're talking about when we get here, when we finally get to the 2019, 2021? Is that truly what's going to happen? So two different things. I heard in the early part of your segment, you were talking about the EPA greenhouse gas regulations for on-highway. That is a basically a fuel consumption regulation. What we're talking about with Stage 5 is not a fuel consumption regulation or greenhouse gas. It's about emissions. Now, engine manufacturers and equipment manufacturers especially can bring in a lot of fuel economy savings through site uh, device site operation or telematics, as you talked, um, machine operation, that is where the big bang for the buck is from a fuel consumption perspective. Well, Ray, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for being with us. I hope you'll come back, okay? All right, this is We're Out of Time. Stick around. We've got part of Tom right here on ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. 